Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Grab a drink and listen up, guys. This is So I Married a Movie Geek, the 200th episode. What was that? It was like an alarm. That was like a European alarm, fire alarm. Get an air horn. Let's get an air horn in here. There you go. I'm Chrissy McQueen on the air horn. I'm Justin Winters on the Moscow Mules. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, it's okay. We need somebody to level this out, though. Between the air horn and the Moscow Mules, we need, like, the voice of reason. We need... You know what we need? What? We need an Oscar winner. And I'm talking about... Whoopi Den- Goldberg! Denzel Washington's <laughs> in the house, guys. Denzel, welcome to the show. Thank you all for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> JK, it's it's our bestie, Dan Hill from the Dan and Cody podcast. What is up, sir? Hey, What's up, guys? Happy 200. Thank you. I'm happy that Dan is here as opposed to What's-His-Face from the train movie. The what? <laughs> what are you talking about? The Denzel. train movie? Oh, what Denzel? the train movie? Oh, Unstoppable. No, what, the training, other one. Training Day? What? No. The no. train movie? What are you talking about, Chrissy? <laughs> oh, uh, Pelham. Yes, the taking of Pelham one two three. Pelham one two three. Was he in that one? Yeah, yeah. I love. By the way, he's been in enough train movies that you guys had to go- like, cycle through. The different- get on the train. Get off the train. I'm going to stop this train right now. <laughs> My favorite thing, if I'm ever talking to Dan, is just like, okay, just talk to me like Denzel right now. <laughs> it's- Dan, you get that a lot. <laughs> mm, no, not really. I'm, I've been working on him though. He's got Pretty some good impressions. Are you no. people insane? <laughs> Yes. Uh, unfortunately, Cody's not here with us tonight. Aww, but like Cody. every every time this happens, Cody's very busy. Guys, he's he's he's, he's a very bl- important person. He's blowing up. Dan, he's just so busy, he's so busy. He's everywhere. He's, he a, good- he's flying from Houston to here now. So if you want to rob his house, go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw. Him, I'm sorry, I saw him blowing up you guys' Instagrams with like he's like at a history museum or something, talking who, about bones or who knows. <laughs> He's probably out in the woods taking peyote and just, you know, experiencing life. Oh, man. Um, Where's space to spend your time? But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big episode, obviously, for us. 200, 200 wow. episodes. We, Jesus. We, we started this little old <laughs> podcast back in 2009, Chrissy. Yeah, we did. And here we are, nine years later, we finally got to 200. I don't know how we made it. We well, would be a lot further along if we hadn't taken our hiatus. We took some time off, Dan. Yeah. Still the longest podcast I've ever been on or listened to <laughs> other than like Joe Rogan who's on like 2000 or like 1098 or something like that. What Jeez. are what are your numbers now? You're on so Dan's got two podcasts going on. What are your mm-hmm. numbers on? How far are you so you uh, you guys are definitely above 100 on Dan and Cody. What, yeah. Dan and Cody will be 114. Wow. And then catching up. And then uh the Melrose Place one will be like 60 something. Nice. But if you yeah. add them up together, he's like right about two hundred. We're I, running it. I told him and uh, Jenny, his wife, that 
um, I've seen a couple episodes of Melrose Place back in the day, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I feel free to just like plug me in and I have no idea about what's going on. <laughs> so it's like a bottle episode of Melrose Place. It's getting good. Uh, you guys, but yet you guys are funny, man. I know. Thanks, dude. You are. I finally got to go over to their house. Look at you. Right. Where was I? Huh? Yeah, where, where, where were I? you? I don't know. Chrissy's too busy. I She's held too- out for very a long time and I was like, I don't want you on Justin without Chrissy. <laughs> But then I finally had to say, like, all right, we all right, need it's you. fine. You did hold out a long time. I'm like, I guess I'm like the Cody of this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like going on a plane, gonna do the thing, gonna be with some peyote well, in the well, world. My, <laughs> my standard answer to everyone, and it's true, is it's hard enough to get Chrissy on our podcast. So yeah. he's got a point, guys. I can't even razz him about it for making that point. We we watched one of the movies hours ago, guys, for tonight's show, and so. it felt like it took forever. <laughs> really, kind of did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, 200 is huge, man. Wait, um, what? You, you guys are on 200? Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, I thought I was on So I Married a Cinephile <laughs> right now. So I got to go because I'm supposed to be on their podcast. They scooped oh, us, beef. Justin. You got to bring on, up the beef. They're on like episode six. So, you know, they need the help. Six is great. So they might be listening. They might be new listeners. But we, we found out recently there is a podcast. <laughs> Ex- exactly like ours. Same premise. The same exact premise. And their title is So I Married a Cinephile. So it's like Rice Krispies and Crispy Rice. <laughs> maybe they're Brothers maybe brand. they're covering like higher end movies because it's cinephile as opposed to movie geek. Growing up in North Carolina, well, it we sounds had sounds illegal. We had a food, <laughs> we had the, 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 the Food Lion grocery store. You, you saw one of those I've in North seen Carolina. Them, yeah. I love Food Lion, and they had the fake uh, sodas. Mm-hmm. And we, my my brother and I, we loved the Mountain Lion, which was <laughs> <No>. the. Fi- <laughs> The, the fake Mountain Dew. Are they the ones with the Dr. Perky? Dr. Perky. Oh, yeah. I've seen <laughs> out, all of those, too. Out here, I think it's Dr. Thunder. Or is that? Oh, yeah. S- same stuff. Is RC a national thing, or is that just here in California? No. RC is like watered down Pepsi. That's it. Th- that never was in liked Maryland, RC. too. I remember I RC really Cola. liked RC as a kid, and I saw it recently in an Ike sandwich shop, and I died. Hmm. It was in the... Um, What's it called? The fountain part. But shout out to So I Married a Cinephile. Thanks, Dan. Good for yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> what up, gang? Good, good luck. luck to them. I will say that it's not easy getting no. to hundred to two hundred episodes. And it sounds like we're sour, but we're really not. There's enough room in the in the podcast world for everybody. So enjoy yourselves. No, there's you know, not. there's not. <laughs> <laughs> Stop what you are doing. I said, I was like, are we going to have to Highlander this shit? Like, there could be only one. We'd like show up at their house and with, I was with like, katana swords or something. No, Justin, we need to be gracious. <laughs> There's another Melrose Place podcast, but they. Um, what was yours? Cover, like, Did you make the joke Melrose. about what was your alternate uh, oh, podcast name? Uh, well, Phil and Joe from uh, those movie guys, they always say uh, the Dale and Brody <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And I, I was like, when I find those motherfuckers, <laughs> it's on. Yeah. Oh, it's like that uh, the episode of Seinfeld where they meet like their, what was the? They're like altered. They're alter, alternate universe. Alternate oh, universe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, Chrissy, do you remember what we what movies we did for episode 100? No. <laughs> you don't? No, not off the top of my head. I think I do. You do? Was it? Ding, ding, Batman ding. versus Superman. <gasps> I remember. I remember. It was Titanic and Titanic 2. Nope. Damn you're, it. You're both wrong. 
Is it Titanic 2? Yes. <laughs> Episode 100 was the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. Okay. Oh, boy. Justin, I just want to throw this out here. <laughs> I don't know if you remember so this, much. but we had just had Brooklyn, and she was a newborn, and he like subjected me to every movie over the course of one weekend while I also cared for a newborn. So yeah, I don't Dan remember knows. any of that. They're sleeping most of the time. There's at that a point. lot of sleep in there. But you have to sleep yeah. when they're sleeping. Chrissy, remember, yes. remember when we had like uh, we we took Camden when he was a newborn to see Magic Mike two in the theater because he, he was asleep in his. He was. He That's loved why it. he said what he said to you the other day as he was what? using the potty. Oh, Dan, you know what our two year old just told me earlier, like two <laughs> nights ago, while he was sitting on the toilet. What he said? I have a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I was like, "What did you say?" I have a big penis. Were you like, my man? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, Dan? I was well, flummo- I was flummoxed, man. I didn't know what to say. Hilarious. If Moxie said that, I would say, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but are you are you supposed to be like, yeah, man, high five, or like make a big deal out? Because then he'll be like, oh, I need to say this all the time. Oh yeah. And then yeah. alternately, I was like, I haven't told you that. Where did you get that from? That's why I was like, yeah. that was my first question. I was like, who has been telling our two year old that he has a big penis? Well, I don't know. Well, so you, what would you have said? Well, you can't. Yeah, like you said, you can't enforce it, but you can't shut it down. You know what I yeah. said? Because that could cause. You know what I said? Were you what like you nice? <laughs> <laughs> I said cool. <laughs> oh man, cool. <laughs> you know, he's an advanced two-year-old though. The other day, Brooklyn was like, "Oh, I have to wear these underwear, but they're too tight on my vagina." And Camden goes, ha, 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 "Vagina." <laughs> so he knew. Uh, Dan earlier was looking at Brooklyn. Brooklyn finally did it was her, five and a half. Her right, her In kindergarten. Her water. They had to do a water transportation. Um, what would you call this? Well, so they basically split the class up in thirds and said, "Hey, third of you are going to do air transportation, a third for water, a third for land." And then they were assigned individual like modes of transport. And Brooklyn was assigned cruise ships. <laughs> Bingo. And so there's this uh, board with all these pictures on it. And a good portion of this thing she did the, in front of her class was devoted to, A, there are Disney cruises where you can meet all the all, all of your favorite Disney people. <laughs> and watch the movie. People and watch the movie. And then also Titanic was an unsinkable ship that actually sunk. People died and it was sad. That's what she told me. She did. But when she gave the presentation, she's like, and then this is Titanic and... And and then she started talking about the movie. She's like, the movie this, and my mama printed this out. And the teacher stopped her and said, how about you tell us about the ship? And she goes, oh, they said the ship was unsinkable, but it was, oh, but and it, it was. sank, and, and all the people died. Thank you so much for listening to my presentation. <laughs> I don't think Chrissy's ever been prouder of I anyone was ever. so proud. You got I was also be. proud of our two-year-old who then looked at the whole board afterward and didn't know what anything was and just kept pointing going, ship, 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 poop deck. And then when he got to Titanic, knew and was like, this Titanic. Um, Good for him. It's so, a wonderful project. So Thank you. With it, Great. I, I did it, so I feel like I, <laughs> I mean, deserve BA. It's fantastic. I'm 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 reminded when I was a kid, we did like type three projects on those boards. I never did anything like that in kindergarten. I told Chris not I, in kindergarten. I was no, like, not we in po- kindergarten. We were playing with blocks. Yeah, for sure. Like I, you know, reading some books. Maybe I did a project on like nights when I was in like fifth grade. 
And I used one of those boards. Yes, I, I want to like say the armor on it. They're advanced. But somewhere between third and fifth was the first time I, I used a, like a science presentation board. But this is the best part. She goes afterwards. She goes. So all the kids asked me lots of questions, and I was like, "Really? What were they?" She goes, "I don't remember." But Austin said I colored so well inside the lines nice. in the picture I drew of the ship, and I'm really proud of that. What do you think of Austin? Step back, Austin. step back, Austin. Austin's yeah. a cool kid. I like step that back. Uh, episode 200, guys. We had to go go strong with this one. We have two movies, one of which Chrissy had seen before way back in the day, which basically means she doesn't remember anything. The other is a huge film that there might have been some white lies told about if she had seen it or had she not. <laughs> I call them white lies. Uh, but but So we'll do one movie. We got a mystery snack challenge from our boy Dan over here. Oh, yeah. To split things up. And then wink, we'll, wink. we'll do the I second take back movie that cheer, after by that. Because he told us we might vomit. So that's great. I just said bring a trash can. <laughs> True. But I, I inferred that Ben I might vomit. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about our first movie. This is huge, guys. From 1985, it is called The Goonies. Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. They call themselves the Goonies. They've stumbled onto a legend, but they're not alone. Chunk, I hope that was your stomach. No. That's the it. Sounds like calm. Join the adventure. As Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies. A Richard Donner film. Logline on this one. In order to save their home from foreclosure, a group of misfits set out to find a pirate's ancient valuable treasure. The Goonies was directed by Richard Donner. Story by Steven Spielberg. Screenplay by Chris Columbus. This movie has a 7.8 on IMDb. Currently 160th, 160 most popular movie on IMDb. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Everyone obviously knows this. Chrissy, up to this point, has been wishy-washy. She had told me before she had seen this movie, and then just recently she said, I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's the one about the kids that are underground, right? <laughs> so we finally we finally watched this movie today, The Goonies, w- with our daughter, Brooklyn, who has seen the, the Goonies at least three or four more times than Chrissy now. She totally has and was cueing me in different scenes. Oh, really? It was unreal. She's five and a half, guys. Which, by the way, now that I've seen this whole thing, I'm like, you let our five and a half year old watch this movie multiple times? Okay. It's amazing. This movie came out when I was five. So, and I was watching it when I was five years old. She, we just talked about her Titanic uh, yeah, presentation right. she gave to her kindergarten class. Fair enough. <laughs> but I, I feel like when you watch it as a kid, you miss all the inappropriate stuff. And you focus on like what is... What is magical about it? The core is there, Touché. Chrissy. Yeah, the core is there, but 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 we're 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 jumping ahead. I just want to know one thing: a, why did you lie? And b, what did you think? I didn't lie. <laughs> I I see. I have a memory of you making me watch this some point in the past. You just said it yourself. It's one of your favorite movies. How could you have not shown me this at some there, point in time? We've been married for. 
12 years. Cool, right? Because <laughs> see, there's no way. Because when Corey Feldman came on, you're like, oh, Corey Feldman's in this. I'm like... Chrissy has not seen this. <laughs> or there's some like wiping brain mechanism that happened. I'm d- I definitely have like an inner men in black thing happening. Yeah, Basically. A flashy thing in the face. Yes. We, all we, the time. We've talked about it. We and and it, the movie is on our to-do list. We're going to do 50 first dates because apparently it's about Chrissy. Uh, I listened to I've seen the trailer and I know that like what it's about and it sounds just like her so I've been scared to watch it because I'm afraid it'll be too like real life for me if you were no I think I'd be a lot happier if I couldn't remember like the daily life struggles and things like that because <laughs> I'd be like whatever new day but then every day you have to pop in a DVD of Justin <laughs> saying like hi I'm your husband when you're ready come downstairs that's <laughs> okay with me is that what happens in the movie yeah oh my god oh my Chrissy. god we need to watch that's it that's how like he fixes her spoiler alert that's fine like he has to put together this DVD that she watches every I love single that day so much. that like recaps her entire life. <laughs> I love wow. that. He's like, when you're ready, bring it on outside. <laughs> so I was listening, and you know this recently to Dax Shepard's new podcast. I believe it's called uh, Armchair Expert, and he had Kristen Bell, his wife, on. I've never felt more kinship to a couple in my entire life, and for many reasons, but one of which was he kept talking about how she has a shitty memory. And she's like, oh, I know. I can't remember anything. Yeah, uh, no, nothing. <laughs> so I know it's not just me. I'm not alone. Moms everywhere have the same problem, Justin. So suck it. Oh, great. Okay. Happy 200, Chrissy. What did you think of The Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, why do you have to preface it by saying that? Because now I just feel like an asshole. <sighs> it was good. It was good. It was enjoyable. If Brooklyn wants to watch it, if you want to watch it, I will happily sit on this here couch and watch it with you guys. Is it something I would choose to watch on my own just because? No, probably not. (laughs) It's good, but not a Chrissy-friendly film. Chrissy-friendly film, huh? Yeah. What does that mean? Leo's in it? There's... There's music, uh, singing. I, I Come just, on, break it down, Chris. This I, is your first time watching The Goonies. I'm going to try for you. Okay, uh, so the 160th this feels, most popular movie on IMDb at this point. So this feels like a cross between a, a few things. First of all, that that kind of like 80s Bermuda Triangle that we know that not that I avoid, but that I don't identify with, and that I don't have any sort of nostalgia connection to. So everybody I know loves the 80s and loves 80s movies. This is one of them, and I'm like, meh, whatever. Uh, number two, this, I cannot believe how prudish I sound saying this. Like I cannot believe how prudish I sound and I hate myself, but I couldn't believe like these parents were letting their kids do what they were doing. Like the constant swearing and I don't mind swearing at all. Piss shit. Fuck. It's fine. But like these kids, they're like saying like, oh shit. And they're like 11 and I'm going and whoa, what the hell? That 11 year old is swearing and nobody seems to care. And they're, nobody, old, they're, they're parents, older than 11. They but, seem okay. like they're 11. I don't know. Maybe 12. But like what the parents gra- had no what, idea what, where they what were. What grade were they in? Uh, the, the main kids. What do you, what grade do you think they were in? Uh, I don't think it's ever established. Fifth or six. It's not really established, but I think they're. The actors were th- the most of the. Six or. Yeah. Most of the actor, like the. Uh, Chunk, the guy that played Chunk was 12, I think, when they... Right, that makes sense. The other main kids were 13. But all the kids, actors always play younger than whatever their natural age is. If they're 13, they're playing 11 or 12. They're still riding bikes and they still could not be left alone 
without a right without a parent. So this somebody. is person watching. Them. So we can l- let's go to Dan on this, but I think this is another example of Chrissy growing up in Los Angeles, the yeah, streets this of is LA. A really good point. Mm-hmm. Compared to Justin, grew up in Podunk, North Carolina. Um, I was actually born in Portland, not far from uh, Astoria. Sure. In this movie. Dan, did you grow up riding bikes with your friends? Absolutely. Getting in uh, trouble and all that stuff. When you're together, yeah. cursing, okay. you know. Out in Maryland, you know, it's good suburbs. Yeah. A lot of just, I'm going outside and I'm going to be there for yeah. six to seven hours. So, you know, okay. Just I'm, riding bikes. I feel a lot better. The pressure feels somewhat lifted from my shoulders hearing you guys say that. because, And I'm glad you uncovered that, Justin, because I was kind of feeling like a prude and, and an ass for thinking that. And I'm a definitely like a liberal person like let kids be kids whatever but i didn't have this growing up at all so it's kind of over my head a little bit Mm. from my own experience and uh and thirdly once they got like to the underground part as we called it earlier (laughs) and like you know they're finding their way to the treasure it felt i don't know it felt like a disney ride like i was like is this like pirates of the caribbean kid version like i love pirates of the caribbean the ride it just no. felt like that to me. Like, I'm like, cool, paid the ticket, went on the ride, saw the skeletons around the sides. You know what I mean? And so... Chris, you say this, but if there was a a Disney a Disneyland Titanic ride, you'd be like, sign me up right. about 100 times. Because I identify with that, and it was a, you know, a seminal part of my adolescence. Like, I can't let that go, and I will never let go. Okay. But this is this was not so. It's enjoyable. It's just not on my like hit list. Okay, Dan, where, where do you stand on the Goonies, sir? This is a movie. I was talking to Jenny about this when because she watched it with me before I came here. Had uh, she seen it before? Yes. Okay. But funny, a funny. She thought this was Raiders of the Lost Ark when she was a kid. She she got like mixed like she mm-hmm. like yeah. It, it, so I she, said to you a few times, it like reminded it, me of it, Indiana Jones. Yeah. So yes. she would say like, oh, I want to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, thinking it was Goonies <laughs> when she was younger. Okay. So we put that to, to rest today. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Not the same. <laughs> but I, I feel like The Goonies is a movie that you watch as a kid and you love. And then, you know, you put it away for years and years and years. And it's in your head that you love it. And then you come back to it. And for me, it still, it completely holds up way more than, than the other movie we're going to talk about later. You know, like I, I, as a kid, I remember both of them Mm -hmm. as amazing Mm -hmm. and the Goonies was more so the one that I was like, all right, yeah, this still has magic. It still has magic to it. And, uh, yeah, I, we like really enjoyed it. It's just fun. It's a fun ride. It's fun. It is a ride. No, it is fun. I agree with you. They're they're they go from you know place to place, and there's some sort of action or some sort of game or twist, and they have to like figure it out, and boom, go. This is the movie that every other movie now with children has to meet. Mm-hmm. True. You know these kids are these are your it kids. These are your your super eight kids, and they will always be the bar. Of like, do they have the chemistry of those Goonies kids? Like, I, those guys were friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I as a kid, I loved like the the kids, you know, out on their own, away from their parents, cursing, getting into trouble. Stand by me. We're going to see a dead body. Uh, oh God! Goonies got a treasure map. Let's go find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching it back, 
obviously it's one of my favorite movies of all time and it's in, it's impossible to unwrap nostalgia from it because like i said this came out when i was five i remember getting it on vhs and we wore out the vhs we watched it so much but i think a big part of it was um th- these kids are like what uh lower middle class you know the, the start of the movie is the ma- kids. you know the man is like basically fucking them like they're 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 gonna take their houses away and, yeah, and I, these kids are like uh like i'm gonna lose my best friends i'm gonna lose my house for you know a, for a golf course right yeah, yeah. So for some like, rich douchebags that's terrible what do we do like there's nothing we could do we're kids we're kids what do we do and all of a sudden they're like oh we found a treasure map let's do that and so i kept asking christy i'm like what would you do at this point like Dude, you go fucking see if you could find uh, this treasure. I was so I was a manipulative child and a little ahead of my time. Like I, in this regard, I don't think I would have gone for the treasure. I would have been so pissed. I would have found some sort of way to like expose those assholes trying to take my house or find like I would fall down the front steps expose of their corporate them. office so I could sue them. Like I would, yeah, I would. Like, oops. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There could be a multi pronged approach. Like you're doing that. And we're going to search for this treasure. I thought True. when you when you owned a house, when you owned a piece of land, they had to like either buy it back from you. Like you, can, they can't force you out, right? Yes and no. It, I mean, it kind of depends. We don't know first of all if they owned it. They could have been leasing. So there's oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah, they could have absolutely been renting. Yeah. Secondarily, the whole neighborhood. No, but there is imminent they domain. Said forty. They said like forty homes at one point. Right. So, so there could have been imminent domain sort of mm. issue. You know, perhaps the city has funding vested in this, and then you know, if that's right. the case, then there you go. Well, anyway, at, at a, as a kid, all you hear is, "Oh shit, I got to leave my house." It's the, the, the yeah. these dudes fall. Right. I, how am I going to help my parents? Okay, let's go find this treasure. And he was saying, like, my dad's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Was he, though? Not like, really. His dad was like a teacher or like at a museum or some shit. Like, how is he going to fix it? And he, what is his mom? Does she have a... I don't think she does have... See, the, maybe I'm... She's, just like, she's so busy doing <laughs> so whatever busy. that she they have busy. to hire... Uh, Rosalita. She had, she had to Rosalita. hire... She had to hire... <laughs> A uh, non-English speaking <laughs> Lupe person, not even a nanny or a cl- just someone to pack for her. <laughs> I, like, and that as a kid, I did not get that. I thought she was just going to be like the cleaner. I was like, "What the fuck? She's here to pack your suitcases? You're like, is that a thing?" Yeah, that's you're like these these adults are not making good decisions already. But she blamed it on her arm. She had like little sling, and she's like, "Once my arm gets better, I can do it." Wink. But for now, let me have this domestic do it. And yeah, those like there's that character choice, or I guess it's in a script. Like, um, (laughs) yeah, that choice. (laughs) Her arms is broke. Her arm is broken. But then like the the Fratelli like opera singer like is that in the script? Or did he choose like you know what I sing good. I feel like my guy sings great, and that's gonna happen. Oh man! So let me let me start from the top. So I think the Goonies has one of the best like opening sequence intros. Yes, of all eighties movies of all time. Mega car chase it starts with a a, a a prison break or a jail break mm-hmm. uh, by what most be it's probably like the most lax jail of all time. Yep, shooting. <laughs> hey. A- can- it's time for dinner. Like, come on in. <laughs> oh, shit, man. You, you hung yourself. Doink, you know. Shooting gasoline. <laughs> Shooting gasoline. night fire. Joey Pants. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
and a baby driver inspired <laughs> well no this movie inspired baby driver car chase uh it was awesome and just it just so happened that a rv race was beginning as they're driving that their is RV baby driver yeah, like right. there's some extreme good timing going on there and True. then the tv's on in the kitchen he shuts it off it's a car chase and then the car chase goes we by. Get, we, knock, knock, knock. That's we, baby driver. We get like a, a f- 10 to 15 second intro to every single major character mm-hmm. during this going on, you know, and then it ends on beautiful Astoria with all the houses and the porches. They're I told beautiful. Christy, I was like, oh man. Our yeah, five and a half year old leaned over and she said, I want a house like that, mama. I'm like, <laughs> me too, kid. Come to your piggy bank. It's beautiful there. I actually was, vi- visited there once and I was like, oh. Me and Jenny were saying that this was like probably East Coast, like Massachusetts. I no, it's, it's Oregon. It's, it's, well, it's Oregon. supposed to be Oregon, yeah. but I bet you it was like Vancouver in terms of where it they was shot Oregon. It. I just told you guys I've been there. No, they shot it there. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. I've been there because it was. So, I saw the rocks. Yeah. So it was very hilly, and obviously there was beach. So we we knew it had to be. They a have coast. like they have like they have like Goonies celebrations there every year. Oh, funny. The um they the, have an RV race. The house the, the RV race. <laughs> they have like uh pseudo jailbreak slash RV races. Uh, the house that that Mikey and Bran uh, grew up in that they use is like people go there all the time to get their pictures taken. I'm sure they do. And That's similar cool. to the Back of the Future house near, nearby, like the owners had to be like. Look, I need a life. Like, stop coming. Like, taking pictures right. from my house. Go away, tourists. Or like the the Breaking Bad house where they throw <laughs> they like pizzas, pizzas on, on the roof on the every roof. day. Is that anywhere near Portland, Astoria? Uh, I think it was like uh, a couple hours or something. Oh, okay, not too far. Like Astoria is more on coastal. The coast. Yeah, on the coast. Yeah, near Tillamook. Close to Tillamook. I've I think. been to Tillamook, so I know that. It's been a few years. Yeah. Um. Well, Chris, you were you kind of down on what what would be what would be like number one plus? The acting. I mean, I, it's hard to believe mm. that these kids were as young as they were, and and really, I think you know, uh, Dan, you hit the nail on the head about the chemistry, and like you felt like they were really friends. Yeah, I totally got that. It never felt forced, and a lot of times, kids' movies totally come across that way, or you have one or two standouts, and the rest are just kind of there. Everybody yeah. was great in their own right in terms of that. Um, even the bad guys, like it's funny because there were a few times when uh, there's a scene where Chunk is just like confessing every shitty thing he's ever done in his entire life. Great scene, by great the way. scene, <laughs> the blender scene. Yes, <laughs> I, I totally agree. It's a fantastic scene, and I loved. It. I was giggling here on the couch, and I really think I can't remember the name of the actor, but the guy who sings, uh, he was singing, Robert Davi. I'm pretty sure he was trying not to laugh during that entire scene. It felt like it felt like watching an SNL sketch with Jimmy Fallon, like trying and, to cover his laughing the entire time. And even he has to admit it. Like he's like, "Ma, I, I like this." Kid. Yeah, he's like, "I'm <laughs> beginning great. to like this kid." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Put his hand in the blender." Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so a huge plus is the acting and the chemistry between everybody for sure. I Dan, I, I joked a couple weeks ago with Chrissy. I was like. You know what we should do? A Goonies draft. You draft your favorite Goonies characters. Go. I was going to ask mm. you who your favorite character was. It's funny you say that. All right. Let's do a mock round one. Okay. Chrissy, you get the first pick. Oh. Mm. I'm talking about any character in the movie. Okay. What would be your round one pick? Chunk. Ooh. Chunk's good. I think Chunk is a popular character. Oh, Chunk. Um, we were just talking about how Jeff Cohen, the actor, is a attorney here, here in True. Los Angeles now. Mm-hmm. 
What'd you say? You're like, he looks, he looks, he looks like an attractive male. Good yeah, man. he's really cleaned it up. No is he tr- gonna do the dance that no he does? Tr- in the <laughs> no truffle shuffle. The truffle shuffle. There it no. is. <laughs> he, like he's unrecognizable to who he was as a kid. Wow. Um. Yeah, yeah I thought he was hilarious sure was as a kid. Uh, what would be your well, your your first pick? My first pick in a Goonies draft. She, she took Chunk. This um, is like a mock draft. I love it. I guess it's gotta be. Hmm. Mouth. Okay. Oh, good choice. He's that would have been my number two. So yeah. That was a good choice. You're definitely a mouth, aren't you, Dan? Yeah, I like mouth. He's fun. <laughs> Take my wish back. Give me my fucking money. Like, he's the telling, rebel. Telling Rosalita that she's going to die with cockroaches right. if she doesn't do everything in like two days. His purple rain shirt. Like, he's the. Yeah, I agree. Dude, that was a. Was that a members only jacket, too? I don't think it, it looked was. Like a, it, looked like was a mem- it? it looked members only. My dad had a members only jacket when I was a kid. And I used to do that shit with my water. Like, just because of that, like, I'm like, hey, Mikey, you gotta go to the bathroom. Justin like, does that, that, and shit. that's how he taught me to bartend. He's like, this is how you do it when you have a shaker. So I saw Corey Feldman do it, and I was like, I know how to do that. It's ingrained in me, man. Like I said, yeah. this movie's ingrained in me. Uh, um, is that where you got it from? Yeah. Oh, my God. And you taught me. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Justin. Draft. Gotta go with Sloth, man. Sloth. Oh, that's a good choice. He uh, he saves the day. He does. He does save the day. R.I.P. The actor is is, is has passed, but womp womp. Uh, yeah, that character. You know, you're like, is it gonna scare Camden? Is he gonna scare Camden? He's kind of scary at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, we, we had the the stunt mask. You had the stunt mask. We had it in. Uh, oh. uh, to an auction ago. Dan, I've got some time off in the next couple of weeks. I got to come by. Come up, man. Come on out. There you go. What if I was like walking down the aisles and I'm like, I've got to have this. What What do I do? Uh, you step into my office <laughs> and I place an order for you. Are there prices? Yeah. Are there price? Are, are yeah. there Are there little stickers on the uh, price stickers on everything? No, we got. I mean, it's it's not like uh, I work at the prop store. We buy and sell film props and costumes to collectors. But like it's not there's no there's no like storefront. It's like yeah. offices and exclusive. Then a warehouse. I, I get an yeah. exclusive tour. Yeah. But like everything's barcoded so I can just like scan, scan something and pull it up and what's be the, like, what's, oh, yeah, that's what's the best bucks. day and time for me to come by? <laughs> oh, Do you boy. still have the alien ship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's got the ship from got the fir- the first alien, right? Yeah. The Nostromo. Oh, I thought you Dude. were gonna say from how big day. is it like couch big? Like how big how big is it? It's like it's like from from this wall to the corner of the fireplace. Just, so Justin's huge. like six six. Like, so if we turn like Justin on 15, his side, 15, 20 it's like feet? ten feet. It's like yeah, this this crease. That's got to be out. super expensive. How many feet is the ceiling? What if I turn mm. that into like a bunk bed? It's massive. It is. It's it is massive. Can I turn it into yeah, a just, bunk just bed? Just hit me up. I'll we'll get you in there. So wait, are we continuing with this mock draft, or was that it? <laughs> yeah, no, he, he we, took, just, he we just said around one. Oh, Why? Man. You, you're excited about taking some? I kind of liked it. It's a 200th episode. All right. We're going all out. All right, Chrissy, round two. Okay, go ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, you you took uh, Chunk with I your did. first pick. Mikey. Okay. Mikey's good. I was yeah. definitely a Mikey growing up. I, you totally were. Mikey's so nostalgic. Super, yeah. he, super optimistic. Yeah. Like he goes for it with the kiss with the girl for his big brother. Like yeah. he's got the he's got the best monologue in the whole movie where they're down in the, which, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like I was like, I remember this speech being so epic. Because it's their time, their time, 
there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. And like me and Jenny are watching, I'm like, so, so it's his parents' time up there, and it's his time, their time down there, and okie doke. And then that gets them all to stay. That I'm so with you, Dad. Because he's like, is it a different like time zone down there? Yes, or something? yeah. I was, I was like, I literally sat there and was like, well, what, huh? Yeah. But as a child, you're watching that and you're like, yeah. That's like the Independence Day speech. Brooklyn was into it. She was like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, did she wet the- It is my time in this well. <laughs> Chrissy, oh my God, Dan. I have oh, never no. laughed as hard as I've laughed when Chrissy's like, why don't you, they just take, that's the treasure, right? She's talking about like the nickels and stuff. She's like, coin star. She's like, there's got to be a thousand dollars down there. I'm like, how's that going to help anything, Chrissy? Yeah, and they're counting it, and they're like, oh, uh, Lincoln, Roosevelt, um, and then they say Kennedy. Like, yeah, they're like Kennedy, and this one is um Martin Sheen. I'm like, what kind of fucking money is this? Dad, also, Dad, Dad, they they took they took everything, but they didn't take my coin star receipt. Yeah. Also, oh, Justin. Me. <laughs> oh my god this proves that they were not 13 years old by the way because they would fucking know yeah. <laughs> what the denominations of coins were they were all silver dollar size too <laughs> and they were oh man i'm telling you i really genuinely not kidding thought that was the treasure and i thought that was gonna be the end of the movie like they found it and i was like yay them and then when it kept going i was like what the fuck they just found it well that's where i was like absolutely not chrissy's never seen this movie like (laughs) everyone knows there's a pirate ship at the end of this movie for chrissy to think like oh they found a bunch of nickels the end (laughs) roll them credits their whole neighborhood is saved Problem solved. <laughs> They're passing out nickels door to door. I'll take rising actions for a thousand. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Could you see them like rolling a bunch of nickels and then going door to door thinking like the, they were going to save the day? Like, yeah. you're welcome. There you go. You get a nickel roll. Yeah. You get a nickel roll. Everyone gets a nickel roll. All right. She took Mikey in this, the second round. Dan. I'll go with. Um, the singing for Telly. Ooh, all right, good choice. Robert like Davi, the cool, the cooler villain. Yeah, I was gonna say, out of all the villains, he's yeah. the coolest. Although there is another villain on the board still available. <laughs> oh, Mama. Ooh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, caught my mama. eye. Um, I gotta go with Data, guys. He saved the day several times. You know, I liked Data as a kid. Yeah. And then I'm watching it today, and like I was. I'm like, man, all your gadgets are horrible. <laughs> yeah, right. And they don't work well. You, I don't know. The one that shot fail. out ink or whatever made them slide. Right. That was pretty good. But it's, um, He would have like, died without the, the, the pinchers. He would have died without that. It's just, you know, he's punching himself in the face. With yeah. the, no, with he the punched them too glove. with the boxing glove. His batteries died in 10 seconds. With the flashlights. With the flashlights. Yeah. I also have a lot of love for uh, Temple Doom, which is, again... Notoriously short round. My yeah. my favorite, not only my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Wait for it. Wait for it. My favorite Spielberg movie. <gasps> Boom. Boom. What? Goes to Dynamite. Okay. Yeah, don't you remember that draft, Chris? Yeah, kind of. I don't know if you've forgotten about I loved, it. I love I love Temple of Doom too. Oh, That's that my jam. Short round. So that would be my my pick. So great teams, guys. Yep. Two rounds. Do I get to Ballin'. win this one or at least not come in last? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Who wins? <laughs> 
Chrissy. <laughs> Finally. Um, negative. So negatives. Um, I got a couple. Go, You're go not going to come up with any negatives, Justin. We no. Don't even... Well, I I agree with one with Chrissy. She. <laughs> I think it's about ten minutes too long. It's I agree long. with you on that. <laughs> um, I know that it took us four hours to watch it. At it least. did. It literally took us. No, he's not kidding about that. It took us four hours to watch it, and yet, well, we took Damn. breaks because well, kids and you know, yeah, get yeah, up yeah. and they need things, and but because of that. I'd sit back down, we put it back on, and then suddenly four hours of my life were gone. And I went, what the hell? This is the longest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> well, and I was looking out for another... There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of people don't like this movie. And the thing I hear really? a lot as a negative is all the kids like talk over each other. You don't understand what they're saying. I'm like, that's that. how kids talk, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's not like, you know, like they're, it's a play and like... Here's my line, and here's my line. They're just like talking with each other, like things are going on in the background, They're hitting each other. True. Data like slaps the shit out of Chunk. That that happens like, in ET too, and I love the friends in that one because like that's that's what friends do. That's what yeah. guys do. They they talk like that. So and like I said, when I was this age, I mean, fuck, when I was this age, this is when Beavis and Butthead came out on MTV, and like yeah, kids, especially boys, are and you're using that language, yeah, hundred percent, oh yeah. There weren't any F-bombs in this. It was a lot of shits. Shit at the yeah. time, you know, shit was a big one. Yeah, that's true. So negatives, uh, Dan, before Chrissy breaks our hearts with her other I've got I've got a couple. Yeah. So um they let the air out of uh brand's tires. Yeah. And that's not how letting air out of tires works. <laughs> <laughs> like they take they just take the caps off and then they start and then, and then, um, this is a nitpick, Dan. Well, no, I like it though. I, I'm building. Mikey, Mikey comes out and he's like, What are you guys doing? Um, brand, uh, mowed 376 lawns for those tires. Now, I did the math. I love okay. you so much right now. So, if he, uh, if he mowed 376 lawns and got, let's just say, five bucks a lawn. Uh, he would have made $1,880 for these tires. And that's a lot of money. <laughs> he could have done a lot of other shit for those maybe, tires. Maybe those are some Michelin. Yeah. A, maybe, maybe he didn't get a good deal. Yeah, maybe he didn't get a good deal. He didn't deal. have a Costco membership. Maybe they were like signed by a celebrity or some something. Yeah. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> the, like the tires? <laughs> the Michelin man himself came down and was like, okay. And then Troy, those are some amazing negatives that you're coming up with. I'm on my board. other negative, this and this is just fucking blown over, like swept under the rug. Troy attempts to murder. <laughs> he um, does. Bran. That's not a negative. Yeah. He yeah. holds his hand That's on, a positive. The, on the fucking car and tries to drive him off of the road at like yep. X amount of speed. Then who hangs out with their bros at a wishing well? <laughs> <laughs> They're like talking like, what'd you wish for, bro? I wish to make it with Andy. And then he like flips a freaking coin. I never in my life like, hey, Justin, what are you doing tonight? You want to you want to kick it by this wishing well? <laughs> All these negatives are positive, positives it. in my mind, Dan. Dan's last one is perfect. It's so Dude. true. And I had the same thought. I was like. What the fuck are these Letterman jacket yeah. dudes doing? Just being like, like athletes. Let's be misogynistic around the wishing well. You ready? 
What do you go. wish for, dude? The the the, bra- <laughs> the the brand on the girl the, the girl bike scene reminds me of another plus that I I thought of that I, as a kid I loved that these kids were in actual peril. Like this is not the Sandlot where like the True. worst thing that could happen is like this big dog like I love bite sandlot, them or something though. like. There's guns like there are surely they they could be murdered at yes. several points during this movie. Yeah, they're trying to kill them. <laughs> and my other negative is just how how well Chunk does with a corpse. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how fucked up you will be? Like, like years and years of therapy for being stuck in that freezer with that corpse for like Falling three on seconds. Right. Three seconds, guys. And he's like laying on him. He keeps like, <laughs> uh, boof. And he's just like on his face. But you got to. is just cool. But you got to think about like, he's like what I'm was he doing eat, right before then? Eating ice cream? Yeah. His yeah. favorite thing in the world. He was so sure. excited. So like the endorphins were still going. And then he's like, oh, no. So I'm like, without the ice cream, I see what you're saying. He probably would have been PTSD for life. But like the ice cream kind of cushioned the. So based on the lawn mowing (laughs) example that Dan gave, I'm inferring once again that you have a problem with suspension of disbelief. Yes. So me too. And with that particular scene, I was like, so the corpse can stand? Yeah. He stand like the entire time. I mean, he falls over a couple That's times, right. but like mostly no, he, he can was like stand. wrapped. He was wrapped tightly in something, and he was just like set against the wall. Guys, didn't look like, like he was. Was he? Up. I mean, I mean he was wasn't that well bit, wrapped. But like, yeah, his face is there. No, and he like, was just standing and then blinking, but like trying not to blink, like an actor would do, and the like, and then falling on the kid. And who was that guy? <laughs> he was an FBI agent. Is that who he, he, was? he was? Yeah, there was two FBI <laughs> agents that that came to. That came in like they saw the kids watched them walk in and they heard gunshots, and so, so that was FBI. One of them got put in the first car and they left, and that's when they snuck in. Uh, and then the other guy was in the the ice cream freezer and they found. Uh, wait a minute. So wait. So so the second so, guy. They, they wait. Took, no. Took, now took, I have more shenanigans. They took problems. the first yeah. guy and then they snuck in. Yeah. And then they came back and that's when they went down right. low. And then Chunk was in the freezer, and then so they then, took the second guy and then Chunk escaped and then Chunk. Ran into him and they got put in the car back with the guy from the freezer. So the second guy right. had then only been on ice for like what forty five minutes since he was shot. There's no way that he yeah. be a rigor mortis, be frozen <laughs> and in the position of being able to stand up such as he did. And also, Chunk, no frost on his eyes. His yeah. eyes were wide open and brown. Chunk should be curled up into a ball for the rest of the movie. True. Like shivering, crying. True. This is shenanigans. These are minor nitpicks, guys. Whatever. Do you want to hear my biggest problem? Yeah, go ahead. Honestly, my biggest problem was the lack of any sort of thinking or feeling women. Like, where the fuck were the women in this movie? Thinking or feeling? Yes, women? you had three women present. You had the mom, you had the 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 non like almost girlfriend, and then you had her friend. Mm. That's basically it. Oh, and the mom, the crazy mama, and Rosalita. And oh yeah, she counts. <laughs> so. I, I, well, Mama Fratelli was a badass. She kicked her son's asses throughout. Right. She was, and she's a villain because of it. And right? she's scary. Right. She's a villain because she, she was also Danny DeVito. Up. Throw Mama from the train. She was scaring them. Right. Too. Right. True. The friend was definitely a feminist. Yes. Martha Plimpton. 
she was my favorite. Steph, I, if we would have drafted a third round, she would have been my. She was my the most. She was the character that throughout was like, "What the fuck are we doing? Like, let's go home." Yes. Type person. Yes, but yeah. she's like the, and she doesn't have any many lines though. She only gets to say it like once every I don't know. I agree. Twenty five minutes. With that. Yes. So yeah, and every time she's like, "I'm like, thank you, Miss Plimpton." But I, I, but she was stronger than you know. Usually the the minor supporting no, female that, no. the uh-uh. bar because when she's not strong, bar, she's like bar. no because when she's not strong. She's like, well, now you kissed, so tell. And like the kid, like steps in her glasses, and she's all like, "Man, I can't see." Like you know, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening here?" And help be a wingman. Like tell your friend, "Hey, oh by the way, that's that's the guy you likes little fucking brother." Hey, hey, that's really gross. Just wanted you to know. And I'm watching. You're a pedophile. Which, by the way, and of course you don't get this when you're a kid, you know, five, six, seven years old watching this. At the end, when they finally kiss, and she's like, what happened to your braces? He, like, 0.2 seconds is like, Mikey! I'm like, that's where your brain first goes? Like Like, he's done it before? (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. Damn it, sexy Mikey. Your machismo is too much. I just thought that was funny. It's like he instantly goes to like, Mikey's been making out with my girl. Not again. So I'm not saying that the characters have to be perfect. None of them are and none of them have to be. I'm just saying, I I, I agree with the fact that you're like the, the, but I mean, like I said, Mama Fratelli is like the strongest woman. Right. But she's the villain because she's the the strongest woman. Like, that's what Mm -hmm. I mean. And I I mean, I get it. It was a different time. We weren't really writing a ton of strong female characters back then. That's not the audience for this movie. But I'm just saying there were no, there were no uh, female, uh, Stand By Me had no ladies in the mix, you know, Sandlot, no ladies in the mix. Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. Yes. And, she, was and, and, she was on the 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 strong periphery. She wasn't a part right. of the group. I'm just saying, like, true. Yes, the the so, representation wasn't ideal, but, it's not, it's, but there was some representation. But, but, oh, there. but that's yeah. the problem. See, so it's not just a matter of a lack of representation because those other movies you named are. You're right about that. There isn't. It's an ensemble piece in terms of the uh, the actual movie. But you're right. Not not a lot. Here they are represented, but in my opinion, it's almost worse because they're represented poorly. It's almost better to not even have them and have it be a guys movie. All well, the bros. Carrie, Carrie Green, uh, the you know the the what main a girl is, wishy-washy dumbass. She, she dumps kind of, Troy. She's like, send up my the jacket back to his ass. Well, he's basically wishing she would allow him to rape her. So I guess she has like one brain cell. Yeah. But the, the rest of the time, his, like his mirror. She's like, if you touch that mirror again, I swear to God. Mm, and he okay. puts it on her, so on yeah, her. Even though she's the girl, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, gaga. But but like I said, Steph strong ish you know. ish ish. Mama Fratelli no, kicks when, ass. When the two of them, when the two of them are scared in the beginning, they come running like 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 girls with their panties and you know up in a wad. Like yeah, oh! they stepped on a rake. Yeah, and I'm like, did you see it? It almost killed us. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, is this Minnie anyway, and Daisy I'm from agreeing, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? I'm agreeing with you <laughs> on that it. point up to a point. Like I said, I I see what you're saying. There there's some. And she punches Mama in the face on the plank. What's her name? True. That's true. Point taken on that one. Um, So, yeah, there's some representation. There's some some, uh, racism problems in this movie. Yes, there are. uh, With Rosalita and uh, Data. Yeah. Going on. For sure. Um, So I get that. I get that. Cool. Um, At the end of the day, like I said, nostalgia. This is my favorite movie as a kid. 
But if I had to, like, the biggest pluses would be the kids actually seem like kids. Um, I think it it moves well. It might be a little long. There's there's really good sequences in this movie, um, mm-hmm. similar to Temple of Doom. When I defend Temple of Doom, I'm like, look at that movie. It has at least five or six amazing sequences. Like we're talking about film guys, like they're amazing sequences that are iconic in film. Right. Like yeah. So the Goonies, you have the the pirate ship. You have the water slide scene. As a kid, was like. It's like I need to be there. Huge, <laughs> huge. The the, the creep, organ, the creepy piano organ. Mm-hmm. You got um, anything with sloth. Anything sloth was doing as a kid, I was in love with. Sure, but just kids on an adventure. Just kids saving the day um, when the adults couldn't pull it out was just huge for me as a kid. So yeah, two more problems. Damn it, Dan. <laughs> Give, let me get two more problems. These are the smallest nitpicks. All right. Go for it, Dan. Chunk, without <laughs> consulting his parents at the very end. Okay. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. He he tells Sloth, you're, yes. you're going to live with me, me okay? <laughs> you're going to live with me now. And then he says, I'm going to take care of you. And Sloth <laughs> is, for all intents and purposes, a grown-ass man with very special needs. How... How on earth can Chunk just say that Sloth is coming home with me? It's love, Dan. It's love. He says, I love you, Chunk. Chunk's like, I love you, Sloth. He requires so much that I don't think Chunk, with his school schedule, can offer a full care for Sloth. It's probably best that Sloth be placed in a... True. But anything is better than chains in a cave, so there's that to consider. (laughs) It hasn't even been 24 hours, and they're already in love with each other. But that's that's very different from, like, Mom, can he sleep over to, like, (laughs) this this man, this massive man with extra human strength now is in our family for an indefinite period of time. See? And that's the Bermuda Triangle of 80s nostalgia weirdness who they're like, it just works. Won't it be madcap when he takes all the pipes out of our bathtub? Like, Well, they talked about being like bullied and, and stuff. Like, they're instantly the coolest... Like, Chunk's the coolest guy at school. He's got Sloth, you know, to back him up and beat up anyone. Wait, Sloth True. goes to the school now? Is he in high school? Sloth rides a different bus <laughs> to a very different school. Or his, his, they do like a Billy Madison thing with Sloth. He's got to yeah. start over. They bring Sloth him through has been the, mainstreamed. They bring him through the back. So that <laughs> like in a other class. One of the one of walls. one of the bits of IMDb trivia kind of may remind remind me of that point, which I love at the end. The novelization of the movie confirms that Chunk's parents actually do adopt Sloth, going so far <laughs> as to throw him a bar mitzvah. Shut up! Wow. And they bring pizza. I love his parents. His parents are cool. Yeah, they're. I think. I think at least definitely his mom. But the a lot of the parents in that last scene were the actual parents of the actual kids, like actual actors. Oh, really? Funny. Like uh, Jeff Cohen, uh, Chunk's mom was actually his mom coming in with the dominoes and stuff. (laughs) That's awesome. How happy you have to be? You went just went through this whole life. Like traumatic life experience, and your mom comes like, "I've got dominoes." I'm like, "Mama, you know me." Thank you. That poor kid. And this quote, though, this quote at the end from what uh, she was dating Troy and now, I guess, with Bran. 
yeah. that girl, Andy. Andy. Yeah, she within she, 24 hours she switch she switches and she talks so to uh, Mikey and she says, "You keep kissing girls the way that you do. The parts of you that don't work so good are gonna catch up to the ones that do." Did I miss this? What? What? She's talking about his dick. I have no idea. Is she talking about his dick, Chrissy? I thought maybe his like his breathing because of the inhaler. But like, which by the way, that's if I had to pick a nitpick, the parts, he's not using an inhaler right throughout the movie. He uses it like at least a dozen times, right? And he just goes like that. He yeah. doesn't like hold it in or anything. He's just like the parts of you, and he throws it away. So it's good. like how how needed was it? His asthma's it's solved, guys. Cured. He's cured. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't know what that was about. I got a question for you, Dan. Strange. At the end, they're watching the ship just sell off. Would you have been like waving, or would you be like, "Where's a boat? Let's get on a yeah, boat." Yeah, I'd be like, "Guys, remember, remember where all those rubies came from? <laughs> that are, are enough to like pay for our house. Uh, there all is the an infinite amount on this boat. Let's go get it. Let's oh, do no. this. You they can't buy take everything. One eyed Jack is that his name? Only one-eyed that Willie. little dish. Yeah, it was just that dish, which which is the one where she touched it. It caused all the, like the mousetrap shit to go on. Yeah, because now you can take from that dish because it, that whole trap's already been set. That's what I'm saying. Like the at the top of the Goonies two, if they were to have a Goonies two, if it would have come out in like eighty eighty six or whatever eighty seven, the first part of that is like the government like going after that ship, and you as kids like, all right, who's got a boat? Let's let's get there as fast as we can. True, I would I I'd see that. <laughs> But yeah, you got to chase. I'll be like, let's chase that ship down. Someone's going to. It's sailing across the Pacific. Brock Lovett is on it right now. He's trying to find out what the hell's on that ship. Well, you have to think about like, how long has that ship been in that? Number one, how did it take so long for people to find that it was there? This is before Google or I'm or like Matt. Number two, how ship ready or like sea ready is that ship after being in that like cave for what? Nope. No one found Eight, it. Like, years and years and years. It's gonna is it gonna like disintegrate over time really quickly? Like no, no one found it because to get to it you have to go to that restaurant that isn't open in the summer or in the winter. <laughs> That's the only way to it. I was just thinking another reason this movie can't really be rebooted, or if it did, it would be a totally different movie. Paper maps. And it was a trash oh, map. Yeah. Like, Paper maps. Not a mm-hmm. thing anymore. They've been so they've been talking about like a sequel or a reboot or whatever for like years. Does there Can't need to be reboot. a sequel or reboot? Can't reboot. I no, feel. how you would GPS it? Would be weird. Be like, oh, where's Chunk? I know he's right like there. The Goonies have kids now, and they go on their own adventure. Yeah, I think it's just done so well oh. that you. But the old Goonies are like helicopter it. parents, and they're like, "Hey, let me help you." No, totally different scenario. I don't know. I I don't think it needs to be. No, leave no. it alone. No, leave, yeah, you got to leave this one alone, for sure. Oh man! So this one, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, seventy percent critics. That's it. Ninety-one percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's low. I feel. Shout out to Dave Grusin that did the, the music, the score for this movie is very like adventure. Shout out. Dun, 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 dun. Lopper was. Um, she was in there too. Yeah, what'd you think of uh, that song, Chrissy? I remember the song. I good just, enough uh, for you is good enough for it's harmony. Me, it's good I mean, if she sang it as well as you guys just did with the harmony, I'm on board. 
Uh, a couple pieces of trivia on IMDb. Um, according to Sean Aston, he was allowed to keep the treasure map using the film. Several years later, his mother, Patty Duke, discovered it, thought it was a crinkled piece of paper, and <gasps> threw it in the trash. Bitch. Th- that's the map. The map. It, why didn't, why didn't uh, Mouth just read the whole map? <laughs> he only read it when they got to the new obstacle. The pirate ship was entirely real. All the shots were filmed in the ship. After the film, it was offered to anyone who would take it. No one wanted it, so the ship was scrapped. <gasps> womp, womp. Dude, we could sell pieces of wood of that ship for oh, like yeah, our life. Dude, you could have it in your <laughs> backyard and sell like tickets to go. That would be huge. You could they just scrap that whole ship. Or Shame. the prop store could have that as like <laughs> the biggest prop of all time. My office. <laughs> like step into my office, it's me and Willie and that dude with the knives in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be better than the guy, the flight of the navigator ship we saw with the guy and stuff. Nothing is better than the guy with the flight of the navigator ship in Running Canyon. <laughs> the bats were made of crumpled black pieces of cr- crepe paper that were shot out of an air cannon. Wow. <laughs> this I don't understand this one. Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk, got the, allegedly, this is again, IMDb trivia, allegedly got the chicken box after he got the role of Chunk. He showed up to the set anyway, afraid that they would have replaced him otherwise. That can't happen. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But doesn't like a ton of people get chicken pox? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but him. if you're really worried about being fired from your job, you go. He could have a, He could have had like a mild case of it. True. Or he only have like a couple. Wow. Anyway, Damn. I love The Goonies. Nostalgia. One of my favorite movies as a kid. I'd have to give it an A+. Again, nostalgia. I think it holds up. Mostly holds up. Like I said, my kid loves it. Um, it's great. Dan, what will be your grade for the Goonies? It one hundred percent holds up. Me, 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 and Jenny got the feels on the couch. You're like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. So I'm gonna give it a day. What did you do on the couch, Dan? We got the feels for the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Not not for each other. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> did you see that octopus do you know there was a deleted scene with an octopus chris no i did not they I, mentioned it in the movie and the music video for lopper's song has it she, she has like an octopus wrapped around her yeah i'll show you the deleted scene and data mentions the octopus yeah at the end chrissy the end. you want to break our hearts what would you give the goonies so i'm giving it like an actual numerical score no this is a grade i know that grade shush I'm giving it an 84%, which can be interpreted either as a straight B or B minus, depending on how you stand. Like, That's totally respectable. Yeah. Okay. I was totally, th- I was thinking this was going to be a big trouble in Little China situation. No, 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 no. I, I said from the beginning, it's fun. It's a good movie. It's not in my wheelhouse. I have no nostalgia for it. I won't yeah. like pause to watch it on HBO. Right. But I respect it for what it is and the people who like it. It's great. Not awesome. Awesome. I dug it. Check it out, Goonies. Chrissy might be the last person never seen it before. Now she has. True. And now it's time for snacks. Yay, snacks. Oh, boy. Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. Dan, you got a mystery snack challenge for us, sir. I'm so I sure do. about this. Guys, let, let, let's do this. There's been a couple podcasts of ours <laughs> that we have played. 
well, had a snack, but also played a game while having that snack. <laughs> and that is, let me get my Oprah voice Did ready. Did you bring your bulletproof vest with you with these snacks in it? <gasps> Bean Boozle! Oh! Awesome. It is a fun game. I hope you're getting paid for this, Dan, because... They need to pay us. Not only have you, <laughs> you talked about it on your show, you got other people talking about it on their podcasts. Yeah. It's, it's spreading out, man. We're on tour now. I'm on tour. This one... Yeah. I am so surprised. <laughs> so, uh, I'm jealous that I didn't know about this sooner. So, Bean Boozled, if no one's heard about it, is an actual like mini game that is played where the choice... You, you spin a spinner. Mm-hmm. It tells you, you need to eat this color of jelly bean. And the, the jelly bean will either be tasty jelly bean or, or look exactly or, like a gross jelly bean. Yes. So yeah. you don't know if so you're going to get it, tasty. Give us an or, example, Dan, if you don't mind, of like what a gross <laughs> jelly bean might be flavor-wise. So we've got, we've got a jelly bean that looks exactly like coconut. And its counterpart is... Spoiled milk. Oh, gross. I think we got to jump right in this. You know, we we can't think it over too much. Yeah. Uh, how many bad. rounds do you usually do? We did. We've done three rounds. Okay, let's do. Because because like, are you playing again? I mean, I guys, the I'm going to tell you right now. Dang. This game is a lot better if you can't read. If you can read and you look at the things in the bed, like <laughs> strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. All right, right. spin it, Chris. Spin it. Spin it. I have it. to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Go ladies first. I hate you. This is exciting. Oh, my God. What'd you it's get? It's on the line. What'd it's you get? more towards the blue, which is peach or barf. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, go. Okay. And you all. If peach or barf. Go ahead, Chrissy. This is going to end poorly. Come on. Just go. Just don't even think it. After all that, you definitely could probably get peach. Peach! Oh, no. you lucked out. Well done. All right, Thank I'm, you. I'm Dude, going, if you get a bad one. I'm going faster. I'm getting berry blue or toothpaste, guys. Oh, that's oh. So, Dude, that's, that's a that's, really powder lucky. puff one. Here we go. Right? Here's toothpaste. 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 Not but bad. That's not Shit. bad. Now I'm going to get Dan, fucking like, spoiled I got milk. Some, I got some fresh breath. This is good. Oh, my God. I can't believe You were overplaying it, Dan. You were acting like you were eating the worst thing on <laughs> your show. Your it can't be that no, you gotta bad. You got to do it again because you yeah. got the same one. Wait till you get a bad one. Wait, wait. That's It's buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Oh. oh you flashlight? F my life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll hold it for you. All right, so that is so that's like yellow-y. that white, whitish yellow one. Like I see one right there. There's that one. Like what should I do, left or right? I mean, I always swing left because that's who I am. But whatever. <laughs> All right, I can't be it's held. It's your fault if this is rotten egg. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Can't be that bad, man. What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, he's doing okay. I think he's all right. <laughs> it's definitely rotten egg. No. Oh God! Oh no! Uh, I'm sorry. I feel terrible. Come on, now. man. That's nasty. Are we, di- are we playing a second round? She said three rounds. Go quick. Oh shit! Three rounds. Do it. Oh my god! All right. Oh no! What is it? It's coconut or spoiled milk. <laughs> Do it. I hate coconut anyway. By the way, so no matter what, so they're this both ends poorly bad. Do for me. it. This is gonna end really. Oh, it's poorly. in my teeth. I'm sorry. It's in my teeth. Oh god! <laughs> Come on, Chrissy. Rotten egg is in my teeth. Ugh. <laughs> what is it? Oh my god! You barely put it in your mouth. No, it's in my. 
the worst thing in the You're world. You're such a baby. <laughs> this is spoiled Dude, milk disgusting. and it's stuck in my teeth. You didn't eat the you didn't eat the hot chip. You're barely eating the bean boozle. Oh, you wait till I'm you get dead you. fish. Oh wait, wait. I got Oh I got chocolate pudding or canned dog food. Yes. Guys. Go for it. Here we go. Ready? Uh, Dan, Dan, I'm going to go ahead and give this to you before I put it in my mouth. Here we go. What do you got? (laughs) It's dog food. This is definitely dog food. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell by his face. We should be live streaming this. This is amazing. Okay, what you got, Dan? Like a peanutty flavor. Oh no, this is guys. The stakes are high. So Spanish banana smoothie or dead fish? I didn't spit mine out, guys. I'm just gonna put yours down. And this is an audio podcast. They spit theirs out. I've so I did the more um, uh, translucent one, right? So you have to pick an opaque one like this. So like this one? I believe so. Yes. You guys are blind. Cheers. Oh god, good luck. What what is it? It's either or dead dead fish. fish. Ooh, I hope this is dead fish. It's definitely dead fish. Oh no! Oh my god! Be a man, Dan. Here, spit it out. Spit no, 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 no! I am not letting him eat dead yeah. fish in our house. <laughs> Damn it, Dan! Oh god, why did I bring this? I, I've got bad twice and ate both of them. Uh, you had toothpaste the first time, you fucking marshmallow. Like uh, you don't even get to. I had I dog food the second time, Chrissy, and I ate it. Not kissing you later. Oh, I got bad twice. I, got, I already did that one. I got so like I a again. little bit of dog food in this tooth. I keep getting the same one. <laughs> toothpaste in this tooth. Okay. Juicy pear or booger? Ooh. Ooh. Transparent green. Transparent what, green. speckled oh, green. Oh, with some speckles. Mm, so wait, it has yeah. to be this one. This is the only one available, right? Yeah. Okay. If you don't get boogers, I quit this game. Come on. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> You've only got one bad one out of three, right? True. Damn. But well, you got you. spoiled milk. Yeah, thank you. Watch me. Watch me go <laughs> three to three on bad. Spoiled milk is terrible. I don't know. Dead fish is pretty bad, too. Oh, my God. Pear's pretty good. I got juicy pear and booger. So that's the same one I had. So you have to pick one of these translucenty. Yeah. Um, not the. Go not ahead. These. I'll let you pick for me. That's how much I trust you, Chrissy. Well, I'm Please sorry get in advance, booger. but here you go. I love boogers anyway. I don't know here what we go. This is, but enjoy. <laughs> What'd you get? Oh no! <laughs> I love the faces. Oh no! Oh my god! I told you. <laughs> so that was worse than the dog food. Imagine there was a person that had to test booger like several times over several weeks to get the right booger taste for this. Which, by the way. I just ate and 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 it went just down my. So so is it correct? Did they get booger? That is some nasty booger. They are really good. <laughs> my boogers are tastier the... than that guy. Oh now imagine God. like a dead fish. No, I cannot. It's bad. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Sorry, I'll get. This it's for okay. You. All right, I'm going on my third spin. Go for it, please. So glad my part of the game is over. It's the last one. Bean boozled. Please bury your toothpaste. <laughs> Oh, this isn't too bad, though. He got lime or lawn clippings. Lime or lawn clippings. Okay, so So not... Solid green. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Lime, lime, lime. You would know right away if it were lime. The fact that you're thinking about it means lawn. It's lawn. Damn it. 
It's very grassy. <laughs> like a like a, a wheatgrass shot. Right, but yeah. that's not so bad. I mean, like compared to, I mean, that's like because you had dead fish, they made mm-hmm. it better. So here are the flavors we did not get a chance to try. Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks. Caramel corn or moldy cheese. Chocolate pudding. Oh, wait, we did that one. Your canned dog food. Uh, buttered popcorn or rotten egg. I had that one. Oh. Mm. Uh, and last one. Oh, we did We did peach versus barf. Thank God it was peach. But I think, yeah. I think I win, guys. I, w- I win. You got three you for three. <laughs> I got toothpaste, dog food, and boogers and yeah. ate them all. And you got what? <laughs> So, so you were bamboozled three out of three times. Dan was bamboozled two out of three times. Yeah. I was bamboozled once out of three times. Not bad. I think I won. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, I could. That's a great drinking game, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good drinking game. So they do new additions and they add different flavors and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I'm on board. But this, so we, I've played maybe twelve rounds now in this pack. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how this is affecting the odds of like. Of selecting a good one versus a bad one. Because the first time me and Cody played, they were like, we got all bad. Oh, man. And then... You guys played it up. You guys are babies. Dude. No. Cody. Up. You just talked Cody about the worst booger like ever. Cody acted like he was like, what? You just talked about how it was the worst booger ever. I didn't spit it out. Try it. I'm just hard. Just bite into a white one. A white just one? Pick a white one. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And you what, thought what, I was a baby for spitting it out. What is this out. again? It's either coconut or spoiled milk. And you thought I was a, a, a little biatch for spitting it out. <laughs> Right? Right, Justin? That's rancid. He's like, oh, Casey, spitting it out. Look at you. You barely even tried it. Dude. I'm doing the Hulk Hogan. You know when he oh. like got beat down, but then he like came back. He's like, oh, I'm getting stronger from your claps. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. Wow. Wow, Justin. That's nasty. That's that's isn't it disgusting? That's almost as bad as boogers. Told you. <laughs> I, I, How almost, dare you, Dan? By the I nearly way, puked on the white one. There's oh. legit no way to like jinx this in your favor. Like you can't. I tried smelling them. I, I shoved a few beans up yeah. my nose. I was like, I'm gonna see. I'm well, gonna know the, in advance. Here's the problem. I've got boogers. I've got dog food. I got spoiled meals all stuck in my teeth. And we still got one movie to talk about. Never kissing movie. you again. So sorry. Uh, let's talk about this second movie. We're gonna talk about from 1984, the never-ending story. Uh, What is the secret of this enchanted book? What wonders are hidden within its pages? What magical spell does it cast on all who read it? What is the secret of the never-ending story? But that's impossible! Enter a world where a young boy's imagination becomes a vivid reality. The world of Atreyu and Artax, a rock biter, and a good and kind gnome. A world that is vast and eternal, treacherous and dazzling, unforgettable and free. For anyone who's ever made a wish believed in a fantasy or had a dream this is the never-ending story 
All right. The log line on this one is <laughs> nice. A yeah, trouble a troubled boy dives into a wondrous fantasy world through the pages of a mysterious book. The Neverending Story was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Uh, Chrissy, uh, he also directed Air Force One, which we've seen. Really? Cool. Outbreak, Troy, The Perfect Storm, Das Boot. Das Boot. Uh, he directed Troy? Yeah, with Brad Pitt. Huh. So he's had a long clear, uh, career starring Barrett Oliver, Noah Hathaway, Tammy Stronach. Did we, say, did we, did we conclude it was Stronach? I believe it was Stronach. And uh, Major Dad himself, Joe McCraney, is in this movie as the dad at the start of the movie. Um, oh, I got some things to say about this, <laughs> Daddy-O. Seven, this one's got a 7.4 on IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics have it at 82%. What? M- higher than Goonies? Yes. Is it? Bullshit. Yes. That's bullshit. It is higher than Goonies. I know Goonies. that it's bullshit, guys. But lower audience score for this one. This one's got an 81%. Goonies had 91%. Hmm. Um. Cool, Chrissy. You would, you would, you said, you said you'd seen Never Any Story when you were a little kid. Yeah, which means you remembered nothing. I remember <laughs> more of the feeling, like you know how, like that stupid phrase they're like, you'll, you won't remember what they said, but you'll never forget how they made you feel, <laughs> right? Oh God, yes. I know. Roll your eyes, everybody, collectively. Mm. But, but this is that movie for me. I remember how it made me feel more than the plot itself, and I remember loving it and thinking it was fantastic. And when the sequel came out, I was on board with that too. So. Oh, I never saw the sequel. Oh, I did. Don't. 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 I like this better than the sequel, but I digress. Got uh, R.I.P. Jonathan Brandis is in the sequel. He is in the sequel. It's like a total, like as far from a different movie as you could possibly get. True. Like where this one is like dark and like, um, I don't know, uh, how would you describe it? The second one is like light, fluffy, H.R. Puffin stuff type mm-hmm. stuff True. going on. So I, I'm glad we watched it a second time because I had several different thoughts. My primary <laughs> one was, oh, man, this doesn't hold up the way I thought it did in my head, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But I, it's, even without it holding up to the degree to which I exalted it back in the day, I still think it's a decent movie. It's an intricate and layered movie that requires more than one viewing, I think, to really... I don't want to say understand because we can understand it without, but to get the ins and outs of. So I think to be truly appreciated, it requires multiple viewings. Um, that said, it's a hodgepodge crazy mess, but I appreciate it for being a hodgepodge crazy mess. It's an escapist movie for this poor kid whose mom died, is literally escaping from bullies and finds himself in this book. He's douchey dad. Yeah. Dad's like, get over it, son. <laughs> Sorry, your mom died. So your bad. mom died last month, but we got to move on, yeah. son. Let's put something in the blender. Here's my, here's my oh. egg smoothie or whatever you're eating. Oh, right? by the way, um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> 100%, right? And don't use your imagination anymore, okay? Yeah. You have to Sound live good. in reality where everything's great. Yeah. Uh, so it's an, it's it's totally escapism and and therefore it's it it's like a dream you had when you were a kid where like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense upon awakening it makes sense when you're in the dream everything makes sense but then when you wake up you're like what the fuck was that or like what happened and, and so I feel like never ending story is almost an ode to that your childlike dream that makes sense at the time when you wake up and you go huh <laughs> if I would have smoked weed in elementary school. This would have been the movie you, you, that would have been amazing for you to watch over yeah. and over again. True. Well, I don't know. Th- what's more amazing from that perspective, this or Labyrinth? Labyrinth. I was a bigger Never Any Story fan as Same. a kid. 
I'm on, I'm Team Labyrinth. Team Labyrinth. Yes, yeah, putting these thought. up against each other. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dan, what do you have to say about the Everything story? Okay. Well, like I said with Goonies, watched it as a kid, loved it. Watched it last night, did not love it. <laughs> it didn't it didn't hold up for me like yeah. Goonies does. Yeah. I, like I remember I thought it was so fluid as a kid and it all made sense and now it's like it's like six movies uh, that and you you want to watch the other six versus the actual story that they're showing you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch a movie about that dirty guy and his bat. <laughs> you know? I want to watch a movie about that turtle. <laughs> I want to watch a movie about that dude on the rock bike eating rocks. Is he a cannibal? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But instead, I'm stuck watching a story about a little kid who talks to his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> in a fucking creepy ass school attic. And so true. I was, I'm sorry, but I was not feeling it, man. I was not feeling it. Dan, can I ask you a question? Yes. Were you bullied as a child? Uh, not really. Yeah. I, I might have been kind of a bully a little bit. I can bit. tell. In middle school, in middle school, I, I kind of flipped the script and was sort of bully. But even I had bullies when I would be a bully. I right. feel like you like you pass it down. Like someone's bullying you, so you bully somebody. Could that be. You can bully. That, that's kind of true. It's like, you know, a control thing. Well, elementary yeah. school, I wasn't fully bullied, but by middle school, totally. I asked you that because you were like, man, look at him in his creepy school addict, like reading this book. It's so weird. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it, though. The fuck who? What kind of... <laughs> 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 Did you just turn into Mario? <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm Mario Mario, and I'm from the attic. I'm in the attic. Read my... What are you talking I, about? I fully understand that he <laughs> needs... Let me take a pipe down to the regular floor <laughs> of, of, of the high school. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I felt bad for him that he was being bullied. Um, and, and I understood that he just needed a place to like get away right. and, and, and do his thing. But that thing is terrible. What he's doing. It's what really are you bad. talking about. I, I so the biggest thing, burning watch, candles really low. No, here's, here, here's what the, one of the biggest reasons I loved it as a kid and watching it back. I'm like, fuck yeah, is this is a perfect example of, Fuck yeah, books are cool uh, movie. True. Which, uh, as a kid, I I love books. I was reading books I probably shouldn't have been reading at the time. And this is just a movie that celebrates that and says, open your mind, kid. Skate. Smoke yeah. some of this and, and go up in the attic. Yeah, it's a crazy version of Alice in Wonderland, you know? Yes. that do- But also, it doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, like being so sad about our tax and oh. all this. Oh. But I watched it last night, and I don't know a goddamn thing about our tax. That force was in the movie for three minutes. That all, and that's all like, you need. It is. Are all- you saying, Dan? Are you was, sit? Was, are you sitting on my couch, Dan, and saying that you didn't almost shed a tear? No. Heart. I no. Get out of my house. Heart of stone. I was more mad. I was angry at Atreyu. It's like, bro, you can't avoid this fucking marsh. Like, you can't go another route. Like, you knew you guys are trudging through this place for how long? 
Well, and you decide I mean, to continue. Let, like, let's stick up for hey, him a little bit. Let's it looked go like back. it looked like it was like beyond the you know the I could see there was there was swamp. But like, let's double back <laughs> and let's avoid this thing you so can, I like, can save the life of my horse who is losing his what? he's depressed yeah he's, so so basically like so i'm glad, I'm glad we brought this up because i have so many thoughts so when i was it's a, kid, a metaphor dan how dare you so when i was a kid i i was like crying this moved me as a child and not much did like bambi's mom dies and bambi my mom's crying i'm like why are you crying you know in this movie the, uh artex is like sinking and i'm like no dude, it's so sad again. And, and now that I'm an adult, I'm like, this is a metaphor for depression. This is what it is when you can't pull someone out. Like, whoa, stuck. why don't we have the commercial voiceover playing over this where they're like, side effects may include sinking in quicksand, not being able to get out of it, <laughs> like all that stuff. Suicidal thoughts. I totally How thought of that. of you, Chrissy? I, well, I, I, I really did feel maybe that. I mean, why, I was sad, but I felt that way. Maybe that's why Shantix and Artex <laughs> both end in X's. I mean, we need a depression drug named Artex based yeah. on this alone. Well, I think that's works <coughs> oh my god yeah and it, and what was that curdled that, milk that just came up it's another jelly bean <laughs> again i've got dog food and boogers <laughs> in my teeth guys so i was about to say i think this scene works and i think it it's one of the most infamous scenes in this movie is because the actor noah hathaway fucking sells it man oh, yeah like he really like gets sad and like screaming cry pulling at the bit but it's his fault it's it's his fault you let him into the into the swamp. <laughs> but Dan, that have you never done anything way. that was your fault, but then felt really badly about it? I guess. I don't I, if I knew a little more about Artax, <laughs> show me a couple more montages of you guys like having fun, <laughs> and then I would care if you lived or died. There were tons of montages of them riding no. across the plains, Dan. Don't show me a horse and then <laughs> kill it in the next scene and ask me to give a shit. I mean, you that's know? true. Lots of revolutionary horses went down and all well, the movie. Number one, number one, they just don't have time to set up Artax and Artax's family hey, and like see him off. Cut the fucking turtle scene <laughs> in half. That turtle talk And then give me, some the more, turtle. give me some more Artax. You, want, he did, yeah. well, you did ask for an entire turtle movie, I would right. like to remind you. True, true. But if Dan you, if, wanted never ending story, literally to never end. He wanted more scenes with all these minor characters. If you, if I you, wanted an Artax story. I'm though, not saying for cut sure. it completely. Shave maybe 45 seconds off of Turtle scene, right? And give me a little more Artax, uh, Treyu bonding, and I'll I'll shut it. But tear. Dan, do you know why it's sad? It's not sad just because like, oh, look at what Atreo did, stupid kid. Like, brought him to the swamp. Yeah, it's sad because the horse literally gave up, and the force of the nothing, like the void. Was what was taking him, and and when you, th- I mean, obviously, like let's zoom out to our adult lives and how sad it is when you feel like you're just into the void, and then nothing mm-hmm. takes you over, and nothing can bring you out. Well, it's it, pretty sad. And if you were, you think if you were watching this movie for the first time, you knew nothing about it. You knew that he was supposed to go on a long journey. Yes, and he was stuck in this swamp, so you just assume like, oh, he's gonna die it's soon as yeah. well. And so that sets up the other, like the one of the best. Best slash strangest characters in this whole series, Falcor, to come and save him. Falcor. The kid passes out and then he wakes up and it's like he was molested during the time he was known as the sexual predator of this film. Going somewhere. Falcor. What does he say? So, what does he say, Dan? I've got this. He says, uh, he calls Atreyu Atreyu and Atreyu is like, How'd you know that, Falcor? And Falcor says, 
I knew it because you were unconscious. <laughs> and he's and oh you, my! And he's like, and you talk in your sleep. And then he oh. fucking winks at him. I was like, dear God, what am I watching? <laughs> and he's like, come around. If any time an adult figure like Art, um, that uh, that fucking what's his name. The dog, the dog chicken that flies around? Falcor. Falcor. <laughs> dog Any, chicken. Anytime someone tells you come round and doesn't say like a round, they want you to do something <laughs> yeah. that's questionable. Yes. Yeah. Come around and scratch the back of my ear. And I was like. That was Bill Cosby's favorite yeah, line. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I can't. getting way too close to Bill Cosby for my taste. <laughs> but he's like, I can't reach it. And then my wife, Jenny. You like the, pu- the pudding pop. Yeah. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Was that a Bill Cosby impression? <laughs> come on, come on. Rewind around. that, friends of the podcast. That was gold. I, come I on refuse around. to do a, even a bad Bill, Bill Cosby. Wait, you, you were Mario as Bill Cosby. You took, you riffed <laughs> off of my impression. Come around. <laughs> Jello. Then he said he didn't even try to scratch it before he asked a you <laughs> to come round and like Dude, get him. That, and then he he for real like comes. That dog dragon <laughs> saved his life. <laughs> saved his life. So was it bubbles on his back? Scales? Like what the f- I couldn't figure it out. But it, it gave me like tactile issues. Like I, yeah. I have tactile. He, he, he got he got you know unusually excited just by a little scratch behind the ear. He, he was like He's like, that was good. Oh I'm like, dude, you just had a sexual experience. You definitely did. So you don't, as a kid, you don't remember that part. You remember him, you know, them flying through the clouds, them at the yeah. end uh, getting the cup up it's on the bullies. I won't let my daughter watch that scene probably. <laughs> I will cover her eyes at that part. <laughs> like, that's the part. I'm like, dude, I cannot... I can't with good conscience watch this dog get off. So I I would agree with with both of you that I don't think it holds up as much. Yeah. Um, of course, it's Coonies, but I have to give like major props for the fact that this movie actually looks like uh, like they use actual sets. They mm-hmm. have actual props. Yeah. You know, the practical effects, practical effects like the the, the rock yeah. fucking guy looks like rocks. Yeah. The dog dragon looks like an actual thing there. Mm-hmm. The yeah. bat, the, the bat looks like something. I love that little batty guy. You know, it's weird. This movie is super weird in portions. The those two like big head guys talking to Sam Jackson at the <laughs> at the fidget spinner land. <laughs> Did you see that shit? It looked like a fidget spinner. Where um, the little girl is, like they created fidget spinners. This movie is about like stress and depression and like getting over like uh, you know your tics. And there's a fidget spinner right fucking there that solves a lot of that stuff. Um, probably one of my favorite sequences in this movie is uh, the sequence where he has to get past the 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 statues with the things coming out of their eyes. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That was cool, but I didn't understand it. <laughs> I was like, so wait, why does he have to go that way? Like, you don't even have to make this movie if this guy just goes a little bit off the beaten path. You know? Basically, basically, uh, Dan's major nitpick for this movie is he didn't have to go that way. Yeah. Avoid the marsh. Avoid the swamp. Check. Avoid those things. Avoid those two sphinxes that shoot fucking lasers in one area. 
<laughs> I love that they scene. Hundred percent of the time in that spot. Don't go there. Go around. Come around there. So he wanted a paper map that told him where to go. So that and we keep talking about Mario too. That was such a Mario where like just stand there and be like do 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 like wait till it just goes boom and then run. Yeah, boom, then boom. start to take off. <laughs> but I'm like you're saying, yeah the 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 practical effects, the props, yes. the, they're awesome. All the people in that the land that was going to be destroyed. What was it called? Fantasia. Like Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of freaks there too. And I was thinking like, maybe it is time for Fantasia to sort of <laughs> bow hit, out, hit the reset button. Did you see the people there? Like it had like five faces. Yeah. Like maybe, you know. Yeah. That scene where, where they, they come out and announced like the, the princess, yeah. she's dying. And they're just like, you yeah. know. And then Sam Jackson is like. <laughs> Childlike Empress. Where is a trail? I am a Treyu. Like, no, really. Where is a Treyu? That is very (laughs) funny. Hey, big-headed people, tell this weirdo to go home. I'm like, maybe I did not ask for a child. (laughs) I was like, maybe your civilization shouldn't go on. I'm like, have you seen your princess? She looks tin. Yeah, that's why she's called the childlike empress. Chrissy, we we were just talking about. Uh, pluses. We, I mean, I agreed with Dan and you and said that it. I ran away for two it, seconds. It really so. doesn't. It really doesn't hold up a lot in spots. But yeah, I said again, pro book movie, which I love. Uh, I love that there's a lot of practical effects and and actual sets, not a lot of CGI. Totally agree. Very event, inventive and weird in spots, which you know I love. Yeah. Any other pluses that were missing? Sequences that you loved. I wouldn't call it necessarily like we're like, oh, that sequence is what made me love it. The, the fact that it it elicits such strong emotions from kids, like because again, reaching back to when we were all kids and first saw this, we just talked, for instance, about the the horse. There were multiple occasions of that where I felt like as a even as a kid where most movies go right over your head in terms of the emotional aspect. This didn't. This yeah. made you feel fully invested in what was happening, who was going to make it, who wasn't going to make it. And, yeah. you know, any anything that was fully sad really resonated as well. And that's, again, really hard to do for a, a, a kid audience. But then I kind of zooming out, I have to ask myself. Is this a kid's movie? Like, mm. so now that I watched it for the Unsure. second time, yeah. yeah. First time, I mean, when I was a kid, of course, I'm like, for sure it is. Now I'm like, I don't know if this yeah. is a kid's movie. I don't want my kids making orange <laughs> juice and egg fucking smoothies, getting salmonella. <laughs> Get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> and he, that was one shot. He drank that shit. He did. Like, we rewound it. I was like, did they cut <laughs> at all there? He drank that. That's gross. That is dedication to the character. So you're not going to show your daughter that scene. You're going to yeah. cut out the the weird, like, after molestation Falcor scene. Yeah. Well, as an actor, I would have said, like, I'm not fucking drinking this. You got to make, let's make something edible, please. Have you ever had an egg and orange juice? No, that sounds disgusting. Real quick about that Falcor thing. It's a bean boozled flavor. Oh, it totally is. I would play it for Brooklyn, but I would t- definitely tell her. If anybody ever asks you to go round the back, Come like round. You, you can say no, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm Chrissy, good. Chrissy was the Chrissy during the Goonies when um, uh, Mouth was 
showing Rosalita around and, and translating. When she got to the room, was talking about the drugs because she's like, so in the top, top drawer is the Advil. It was translating her book because she can read now, but that was too fast. She's like, what does it say? And I was telling her, Mike, it says, the Tylenol goes in the top drawer. And then the next one, they were like, this is where my dad keeps all his like sexual, sadistic tools, right. whatever. She's like, Mom, I'm like, that says there are monsters up here, so don't go up there. She's like, oh. <laughs> and then when they went up there later, she's like, but there are monsters. They said don't go up there. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, I didn't even think. It, yeah, like she can't read, so. She can a little bit, but not, she's not there. The... She, it would take her a while. She'd be like, hold on, Mama, pause it. Sexually, and I'd be like, "Oh God!" Uh, One scene that I I remembered uh, as a kid, I was like, "That's it." And then watching it now, I'm like, "Okay, that definitely holds up as that's it." Scene is he's been chased by this uh, huge wolf for this whole movie, and she he gets to the end. He basically sees like, oh, this has all been bullshit. (laughs) The wolf's here. He's like, they have like a short like talking back and forth. Then the wolf jumps on him, and it's like, oh, he just jumped on his knife he had in his Quit hand. Stab him with this dull object. <laughs> Must be You're nice. Like, That's it? it. Oh man, that that is it. Can can we get deep? <laughs> what is so the nut is the nothing imag like the loss of imagination? Is yeah. that what the nothing is? Yes. I I equated it with the nothing being. The graduation to growing, adulthood. Growing up, you're losing yeah. that spark. You're losing Here that comes imagination. The right. And I, I don't know about you guys, but with two kids and no sleep, I am deep in the nothing. Yeah. The so, nothing has so, so it Dan didn't cry for our tax. The nothing's already overtaken yeah. him. So I'm yeah. the only one over here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm run. I'm like. That's because Justin has no. never spoken. I'm on our tax. The never ending. We, I mean, a major plus is that song. Never ending story. You yeah, cannot. It's a great song. I can't even say the title for the movie without singing it. It is good. It is a good song. Have you seen the music video with the guy singing with the hair and stuff? Oh, it's amazing. Call my name. That scene. Yeah, like, she you don't even at, see her to the end. She tugged no. at my heartstrings. Did she? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, she was... Uh, She's convincing. I thought she was good. Chrissy saw that scene. She's like, that's me. That's what I look like. When I was a kid, not more, not now, but when I was a kid, we bared or bore a resemblance to each other, I should say. And randomly in public, if I were, I'd look heavy bangs. But if I wore them back, people would be like... Are you the girl who was in the Neverending Story? <laughs> she wore that makeup and stuff, and that jewel right and here. That jewelry. I definitely what put a necklace called? on my head and did that. What is that called it's that just, she was wearing? I, well, it's like a headband, but I don't know. It's like a headpiece, head pendant. Yeah. If I was, if, if if we were like she was like what fourth grade, and you came in wearing that, I would have been like. What's up? I dressed What's up like her at home. Never in the story. What's up? I would pin Come my around. bangs back and put a necklace on my forehead. No joke. I haven't told you this. So I pin my, my bangs back. I'd put the necklace on my I forehead and stand in front of the mirror and go, Bastion, Bastion call my please. name. And my mom would walk by and be like, never ending story again. <laughs> She'd yeah. just like keep going. <laughs> and also, also like, um, you know, back in the day when this movie was made, there was no like Sixth Sense. There was no like big 
you know, like Inception or yes. or, or stories with twists or like you know, real big turning points. So I, I mean, there's choose your own adventure, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go to page 65. Yeah. If you'd like to eat the apple pie. Oh man. I ate the apple pie. And I love died. Apple pie. I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I, I like, I'm sure at that point, this was mind blowing. Like, yes, he's in the book. <laughs> oh, holy shit. I felt that way. Even now watching, you know, I'd forgotten. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. They're talking about the, the human. You know, yeah. So I bet that was really, really cool for back then. Oh, you yes, know, I agree. Yes, totally. Yes, so got to give it. Got to give that in credit. Story, Chrissy. So what? What name does he yell out at the end? What name does he go? Yeah, she's like, call my name. Wait a minute, Dan. What name does he yell out? Oh, I don't remember now. We just watched the movie. I know. Yes, I know that, but I don't remember. Dan he gets up, runs to the. He's like, okay, I'll say it. Like, just fucking say it, man. I love that. It's like the the one of the biggest plot points of the movie. And Chris is like, nope, don't know that. He opens up the window <laughs> and it's raining and he yells. I thought he yelled out Bojina. <laughs> I thought he yelled out Bojangles. Oh, my God. Bojina. Bojangles. I would have yelled, but love Bojangles. Those chicken and biscuits, that sweet tea. Ooh. Oh, Bowberry biscuits. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Imagine if she had to go on living and let, what's her name? Bojangles. Yeah. Princess Bojangles. You know my name already. Bojina? <laughs> I can't breathe. Is it Bojina? I think it's Bojangles. Justin, tiebreaker. Uh, no, what he actually yells is Moonchild. That was close. No. <laughs> But Bojangles, I will accept because way yummier. (laughs) Way yummier. Um, So good. That took a long time as a kid because, you know, it didn't have subtitles or anything. And it's not entirely clear. It's not. You couldn't Google it. See, so then why are you asking me, like, how do you not know? I'm like, what do you mean? I was just testing you. That's where the Mandela effect comes in because there's a ton of kids that think it's Bojina. (laughs) And then, like, they become older, Google gets invented, and then they Google it, and they're like, what? Moonchild? Uh-uh. The, the, never any story I saw, her name's Bojina. <laughs> the, the budget for this one was $27 million. It was, like, one of the, wow. uh, the costliest movie uh, produced in Germany at the time it was made. So All those creature effects, man. Um. What I found interesting here in the IMDb trivia for this one is Noah Hathaway was hurt twice during the making of the movie. During his horse riding training, he was thrown off a horse and then it stepped on him. Then during the shooting of the drowning sequence, his leg got caught on the elevator and he was pulled underwater. He was unconscious by the time he was brought to the surface. Holy moly. He's got like never ending story PTSD basically he almost died never ending PTSD so he was a hero in in the actual movie he was a hero in the making of the movie because he almost died um yeah apparently he couldn't ride on Falcor's back on location at the Bavaria Filmplatz in Munich 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 (laughs) Munich Germany imagine like if you had like a restaurant you're like oh by the way Come to uh, come to Ray's Pizza. We also have the Falcor from Never Ending Story in the back. <laughs> I would question their uh, 
their intentions. Do you working at the prop store? Do you ever like Google around? Like, we need some like cooler stuff. Let me see if I can find acquire things. I mean, stuff from that that old uh, that stuff sort of comes to us. Like yeah. people would seek us out and be like, "Hey, I have this in my attic." You know. Please tell me that you guys knew there was a real TV show that debuted in 1995 called The Neverending Story, wow. which was apparently animated. And I got to say, like, it's amazing. If you go on IMDb and Ooh. look at the pictures, yeah, like, there's that's cool. Yeah, right? Like, there's like Bastion I, riding I, Falcor. I remember being crushed by watching Neverending Story 2 as a kid. So, so don't you want to be further crushed by watching You know, this? when you're crushed as a kid, if you revisit it now, there's no possible way that you're right. going to be impressed. Did you guys that Noah Hathaway, who played Atreyu, now owns and operates a tattoo parlor in Los Angeles, California with his wife. Nice. I did not know We that. could go get a... Oh, if you, get were get, inked. if you were get a never-ending story tattoo, what would you get? If I had to? You get a Falcor, like winking? No. Yeah? I'd probably get... I'd get like a little rock monster like on my ankle or something. I'd get the emblem. Oh, like, the emblem from the book. Yeah. Or the, or the oh, bat. Oh, like the necklace? Or the bat. Ooh, Chrissy? Probably like the little the the necklace thing, but much smaller and very subtly. I'm surprised Dan you didn't say like uh I get whatchamacallit yelling out the window, Bojina. Guys, <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves. I would henna the 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 face pendant to Nice. My face. Yes. Oh, we need to do some like never ending story cosplay or something. The I'm bat would be cool. <laughs> Why are we so on board? For like, I, come, yes. I come home from a late night at work and I walk into our bedroom and Christy's like, call my name. No, you guys should be the <laughs> the old couple that like sticks shots into Falcor. Oh, man. You know them? Yes. Uh, they're, like the, they're like the littles. The littles. Yes, because in this animated... <laughs> totally like the littles. They're definitely the littles. In this oh, animated TV littles. show that exists, I've been looking at pictures and there's animated versions of the littles. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. man. Guys. A major plot point issue. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, and even Atreyu gets pissed off that, like, he didn't need to go on that journey at all. No, it was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. So, like, the kid was would read through it and, like, get into it, right? It was very an existential conclusion there. Right. It was but like he, the last Jedi where she goes into that cave and it's like, there's a hundred of me. Yeah. But he, <laughs> but he goes in, yeah, into it and, like, I remember the the narration or the kid reading. It's like Atreyu hasn't found a cure for the the girl right. yet, and she's not with him on the journey. Yeah. So how the fuck does he know that the cures he's come up on uh-huh. in his journey do not work on little girl hanging out on the fidget spinner? <laughs> on the fidget spinner. How to how like because he's what? like oh all all the cures from up to this point. Don't work. What do you mean? She's not around to even test it. What are you talking about? Cures? I'm a little confused. There was, he, he was he was supposed to find a cure for her sickness. Yeah, he hadn't found journey. anything. But they say like hasn't found a cure yet. Yes. How does he know? <laughs> Where oh my are God? How does he know he hasn't found a cure yet? He hasn't tested anything <laughs> on her. <laughs> well, it doesn't like it's not like you're not. Like he didn't have like a, something like, oh, did, maybe this is the cure. He didn't have like a double sa- back. He didn't have like a satchel of things that he could try out. Right. His but, horse died. But the narration made it seem as if he has found potential cures and they don't work. 
Wait, so is he like sending? No, those the back? narration said like he's been all this way and he hasn't found shit. Oh, okay. It's not like he's been all this way and he's found all these things, which are possibilities, which don't work, but he's, definitely don't work. We've tried. It's to... not like he's like Link and he's got like a satchel full of like possibilities, right? You know? Oh, Link, send him to Sam Jackson and see what <laughs> what sticks. These aren't cures. You know what? This could be something that could be totally. They could do a new, new like rebooted, cool version of this. Don't you think? Cooler than yeah. this animated rock. <laughs> The rock eater. That guy. looks like dinosaurs oh from it's ABC, like a baby. man. Yeah. The cannibal, the cannibal rock. The rock You're who eats rock. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. That's my son. Final, final grace for never ending story, guys. As we run out of time. Straight up B. Mm, B. Yeah. I gotta give it a B plus. I'm giving this a a sixty nine, but the <laughs> but the class. It's a C plus. Well, no, I not. mean a D, but no, D plus. there was D a plus. curve. Yeah. But there's a curve that made it kind of a C. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so for the record, you both rated Goonies much more highly. Yeah, I rated them roughly the same with the edge coming to Never Ending Story. Mm. I like, like I said, I mean Goonies is like untouchable nostalgia. This was also a big one, but doesn't hold up as much. But I um, totally give it props for. Being weird, having a lot of practical effects, sets. Yeah. There's some good acting from totally. its young actors. The dude it, in the bookstore. Again, it, yes. it, if it gets a, if it Mr. gets several kids, <laughs> several kids that watch it to be into books and reading books. Which um, we need now, more than anything. We need more. Yeah. We need more never ending stories. So um I like how all the bad things the kid was doing in school was not doing his homework and drawing unicorns. <laughs> Like that was red flag enough. <laughs> he deserves to be put in the dumpster. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Wow, indeed. Two great movies from from the eighties. Chris. Yes. We did it. We did. We did it. Can we retire Dude, now? Are we retiring? Is this how we This is it. This what? is the last uh, episode. Thank you for coming to the so last episode, Dan. Eat. Crap. We are retiring and passing the torch to So I Married a Cinephile. <laughs> Shit. Well, I got to <laughs> call me, guys. I got to get on your couch now. <laughs> Hit me up. Dan. He's available. Thank yes. you for being here, man. You're amazing. Thanks for having me, man. This yeah. was fun. I told you I could hold my own. <laughs> yeah. When, he, when, when, when Cody said, uh, when Cody said, I can't come, I was like, oh, maybe I'll find a replacement. And Dan's like, I'm not good enough by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I talk in text. Like country. I get real country. Uh, <laughs> hey there, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when Justin drinks, he becomes at least 40% more country. Six-shooter six emoji. I can handle this by myself, Jasper. <laughs> Um, first, first of all, we have to give major uh, good luck and congrats to Dan next week on the LA Marathon that he's yes. running. Thanks, guys. Um, like I said, if it was me, it would be like that scene in Terminator Two where he turns into like glass and starts trying to walk, and he just like crumbles <laughs> into the floor. <laughs> that would be me at like mile two. So well, I, have to, I have to give Dan major props. For, I was like manifesting. I was manifesting like a lovely day and like i was gonna run and like the weather was gonna be great and you show me the weather report here so now i have to like re-envision oh, all, no. like i have to re-envision the run as if it were rainy 
You know, I we look, are sporting. We're a, week it. Away, we're a week away, and I'm like, damn. So what's the, what's the weather going to be? I don't know. Ooh. I was like, well, let's look it I up. I don't know. It's going to be raining. Preparing for the day. <laughs> uh, Why are you so southern in Justin's voice? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he's 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 running for the kids. I'm sure you're going to be Instagramming and, and doing tons of social media that day. And I I well I'm going to run. So. <laughs> He's going to run. He, gonna, like, he told me at one time he was going to GoPro, put a GoPro on his head. Yeah. So oh God, we're scrapping should. that. Cody's got, I think Cody's going to try to track me. If you want, you can download the um, the LA Marathon app and track me <gasps> on it. Oh, my God. I'm so like, on board. Like, That's Dan's, amazing. Dan, stop. Well, you're going to have like a tracker device on, on your on yourself? <laughs> the, apparently, the bibs have a, have a chip in them. Ooh. This sounds like some kind of like pseudo sci fi movie, man. Yeah, we're chips. By the way, this so, is this shows how much I run. You said the Black bibs Mirror, have a chip dude. in them, and I thought of like a real bib. I was like, they do yeah. wear bibs when you they get run? a little bib because you got to eat while you're running, and so you don't want to <laughs> you want to mess up your jersey or anything. <laughs> I mean, speaking of like the swamp and never any story, and like why didn't he just go another way? Hmm. Could you be one of those guys that like veers off course <laughs> and then comes back in like, hey guys? I, I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> Yeah, That's a, a Seinfeld you got, episode. You got Cody in like a, a vehicle to like pick you up at mile two and then yeah. bring you back. Come scoop me <laughs> up, bro. Get me on La Brea. <laughs> you've like you've like doused yourself with water to to resemble yeah. sweat. You're like, man, I come in like <laughs> three behind all the Kenyans who have like run it in two hours. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge. But you do great. We trained. I'm up for it. Yeah. It's gonna happen, whether did, I like it or not, dude. <laughs> where where can we find your your amazing podcast on the internet, man? The Dan and Cody podcast, Cody with a K. It's on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And um, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is at Dan Cody Podcast with a K. And then um, the Melrose Place podcast. If you like Melrose Place, which I know you do, yeah, yeah. And uh, hit that one up too at, at Melrose Pod, and that's also on all the other guys. We got an intro, intro Chrissy to to your to your, to your lady man. Yeah, let's hang out. I mean, duh. We'll bring the kids. Let's make this happen. Come on down. They we'll, can talk about poop decks and yeah, ships, and we'll make them do type three projects. See, <laughs> right, we got the uh, the fenced in uh, play area up there. It's let's a dining room that is no there. longer a dining room. Lock them up. It's now a playroom. Lock them up. Chrissy, where can we find our podcast online? You can find us right here on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on uh, Spotify, which is a popular Ooh. one. I know, Podbean. And uh, most of us are, uh, well, not most of us, as in you and I. I was going to say, I was thinking of our daughter too, but we'll get there. Are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, sometimes Snapchat. And that's where our daughter comes in because she likes to manage that one and it's funny. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Covered it. At Movie Geekcast on Twitter and Facebook, yes. Instagram. Happy 200, guys. Thank you. That's a major accomplishment, man. I have Good. no idea how we made it. I have no idea. It's really been... I've been like Artex in the in the swamp, and Justin just kind of pulls me by, by the come bit. On. He's like, come on! Don't let the nothing take you! And well, I'm like, but it, it would be so He easy. mentioned Batman, Batman v Superman earlier. That was actually our, our first episode back when we rebooted which is, we're about to come up on the two-year mark in April. So wow. two years Damn. we've been going straight from from returning, coming back. So you're Crazy. killing it. Killing it. Keep it Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it 100. You can do it. 
Um, Dan's on the couch. He loves fantasy movie draft. Uh, he was a part of our live yeah, action animal. You guys did a freaking snack movie draft. <laughs> no, Bullshit. no, pop, you did fucking movie movie theater <laughs> snack yeah. draft, and someone didn't pick popcorn first. Overall. I cannot believe that that didn't happen. Dan, Dan was Dan was in '95, infamously lost out in '95, but uh, we're gonna get him back in one soon. I was about to say so next week on on the show. We got a big one. Uh, we're in the midst of our nice tournament. We got 1998 next week, which is a semifinal, um, which I am a part of. Enjoy. Chrissy, regret- regrettably, did not advance in the 97 semifinal. No, no. I came Fourth in dead place. last. Fourth place with Titanic. I've never God. won. Never won. Um, I'll join you in that bridesmaids club. There'll be more chances for both of you guys. Cool. This, this is my sixth movie geek cast. <laughs> Dude, What's he up? he's got the what? he's got the the Saturday Night Live jacket. Five timers. I was gonna say we need to get him a jacket hey. with our. He has a he has a really cool jacket, by the way, with oh. his own podcast Holla. on the, the Dan and Cody podcast. Michael got me this. This what? is awesome. Kind. Special, yeah. Fucking um, Vistaprint. Wait, you got oh, lots of merch. Oh. Merch. Yeah. We're partnered with Vistaprint, my my job, so we could do this too. Yeah, he just. Gave him the logo, this is a really incredibly hoodie. dumb question, but are your earbuds built into the jacket? No. Oh, I've seen oh, those no, jackets. No, no, no. I thought they were for a second. They matched. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about merch. We got 200 episodes. It's time for merch, hoodie. Chris. It's time for some cafe press. Time for merch. So anyway, so yeah, next week, come out. Listen, 1998. Um, um, I've been off a few drafts, so I'm excited to hopefully uh, make it to the finals, which are coming in April 1999. Uh, but I've got some tough competition in uh, got Ashley from Rabbit Ears, Shampoo, and Duty from uh, Shaking Not Nerd. It's a great uh, draft. It's going to be good. Preview, preview. And don't forget to check us out and a bunch of other amazing podcasts at podfixnetwork.com. Remember the Podfix Network. Tons of great podcasts for you to listen to. Fill your ear holes. They're awesome. And... If you want to be a guest on So I Married a Movie Geek and you want good movies, you got to do like four bad ones as a guest and then you get the goods. If you want to be a co-host on the So I Married a Movie Geek podcast, you have to do like 98 bad movies and then you'll get two good ones. Oh, right. man. We we love recommendations. Hit us up on, on social media for more recommendations. We, we've done so many movies, but we've got so many left to go. Um, Chris is excited. I'm excited. Uh, thanks Human to- Centipede 2, people. Thanks so much. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, if, if, you, if, you, if you love our podcast, a great 200 present would be to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating review. 100's like gold, 150's platinum, 200 review. Do it. Dan knows it helps you grow. Reviews help That's us grow and, and reach more people. But um, overall, we appreciate it, guys. Thank uh, you guys two, for being with us. 200 episodes. We wouldn't have made it without uh, all of you guys listening. No, if you listen to our early episodes, we always say constantly how like, all six of you listening, mm. thank you. I think it's safe to say, Justin, we're up to 10 now. Nice. Moving on up. Moving on up. Uh, thanks, Dan, again. And, uh, we love you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Love you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Yay! This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more.
more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.